1 Peter chapter 5, a very familiar text. Everyone of us probably can quote this by heart. You know it by heart. But uh, I was looking at it the other day, and I've been working on this message for about two weeks, two and a half weeks, just looking at it and jotting things down. It might help you. I know it helped me because we do face difficult times in this world. We face difficult times at our jobs. We face difficult times at home. We even face difficult times at the church. Uh, but we know who's in control. Who's in control. Verse, verse number 6. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren, they are in the world. But the God of all grace, who have called us unto his eternal glory, Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, established, Strengthen and settle you. To him to be glory, dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, Lord. We just ask you to speak through me, not the words that I speak, but the words that you would have to speak, Lord. And we just praise you for what you're doing, what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, there's a word that's in verse 10 that I love. And it's that word settled. As we look around in this world today, many of, of us long for that in our life, to be settled. Uh, I like it when my marriage is settled. Uh, I like it when my money is settled. Uh, I like it when the church is settled. I like when things in my life are settled. We don't like things uh, that are uncertain. When things seem to be uh, uh, uprooting. We don't like those things in our life that I, I'm glad that we know without a shadow of doubt the Lord can settle some things in your life. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Bible said in Psalms 119 and 89, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. I'm glad to know today as this world changes, as things change in our life, I'm glad that we have the Word of God and it will never change. The Bible said, Thy word have I hid in thy heart that I might not sin against thee. I'm not a perfect man. But there is a God and through His Word and through His help, I can live right and do right and be able to please Him and it's all because of the Word of God is settled tonight. Bible said in Colossians 1, 23, If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled, you be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. In other words, you can know that you are saved by the grace of God. I'm glad that it's not settled by church membership. I'm glad it's not settled by baptism. It's not settled in my bank account. It's not settled in my name. 
I'm glad it is settled in the blood of Jesus Christ, and I'm thankful for that thing that are settled in my life tonight. As much as I love the word settle, and I love to speak of that word settled tonight, but there's another word that I want to look at, and you'll find the same verse. Notice that he said after, after, after. The reason why that's not my favorite word because that what it means after you have suffered a while. We like the settling things in our life. We like the settling part, the establishing part, the strengthening part. And we love those mountaintops. But it's after you have suffered a while. In other words, there's going to be some times in, in your life that you're going to go through some things in your life. Before you can ever be settled, listen to me, listen to me, before you can ever be settled, before you can ever be strengthened, before you can ever become God, what, what God wants you to become, there are going to be some things in your life that's going to unsettle in your life. And I tell you, God knows everything. He knows what's happening in this world. All the sickness, all the sin. But God also knew for the time that His children need to be settled. God, need, God needed His churches. He has a place where we have to suffer for a while. To teach us something. I want to ask you tonight. Do you believe God is still in control? I say tonight the same God that settles. Is the same God that unsettles. I, I want to remind you. No matter what the flesh tells you. No matter what it's like. The, the life tells you. How hard it is. The same God that settles is the same God that unsettles in your life. And I praise the Lord uh, that He's still in control. We want everything ironed out. Everything taken care of. We want it easy. But as soon as we have things ironed out, as soon as everything's going the way we want it to, everything's met, the very next day becomes unsettling in your life. Something will happen and you get right back down into that pit again. We say, God, what in the world are you doing? What are you trying to do to me, God? But we're going to have to learn God who settles it's the same God who unsettles. A missionary, a new missionary going out into the fields overseas. His name was uh, uh, Hudson Taylor. And, and he wanted to get some, uh, 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 some pointers. He wanted to get some uh, 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 ideas on how to be what he needs to be. So he seeked out the old timers. 
And he had one that was sitting at the table with him, and they were sitting there drinking some tea or, and some coffee. And, uh, and he looked at that old missionary and says, uh, I'm getting ready to go out in the missionary field uh, overseas, and uh, I just need some pointers on how I can uh, uh, conduct myself, how I can reach the people. And the old missionary was sitting there looking at him, stern face, not saying a word. And the guy looked at him kind of a little funny. He said, I, I asked you a question. How, I, how, can you give me any pointers to help me out in what I'm getting ready to be endeavored in? Looking at him stern face. About that time, he reached over, the old uh, missionary reached over and kicked the table. And the water shook and, and the tea shook and everything was going to shaking out. And, and then he looked right and dead in his face and says, there are going to be some times in your life that you're going to get bumped. There's going to be some times in your life that things are going to splash out. It's not what splash out, but it's what's inside of you that matters. What's, what's on the inside and what's on the inside is going to come out on the outside. You can go into mission all you want to and you do all the things, but God is not inside you. You're not going to go out and do anything for the name of God. I'm telling you tonight, children, if, if we don't have God inside of us, if God's not rooted down inside of us, we can walk out the door with a good intent to do everything we need to do. But if God's not in your heart, It'd be all in vain. It'd be in vain. So let me give you three quick things. There's there's a principle here in this text. The, the, The principle is this. God always brings the settling after the unsettling. Sometimes God has to bring the unsettling before he brings the settling because God always makes his people different than what the world makes. Sometimes we don't think it's fair. That's not the way it needs to be. I I don't understand it all the time. There are times God has put you in a place that you are at today, not looking for us to have an outcome to be able to change us. The Lord wants us to draw ourselves to Him. To be able to trust Him no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, to face the problems of life, trust Him. That's the principle that God always settles us before he unsettles. First Peter chapter 1. Peter is an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers scattered. He's talking to the children of God. He's talking to those that are bought by the blood. He's talking about those that, that they, they're called strangers. It's almost like they're an outcast. These people are out of their comfort zone. Have you ever been in a place in your life that it seems that you're out of your comfort zone? I don't know what to do. I I don't know how to respond. I feel like I'm scattered and pulled apart. I don't know what to do. But he said, when you feel like you've been scattered out of the comfort zone, 
he, you feel scattered. There are some times that you feel like you have come apart. An outcast, a stranger. And you're wondering, Lord, what are you doing to me? I want you to remember that God always unsettles before he settles. Is that not the way the Lord works? Look at Noah's life. He was a hard-working man. He was a family man. And all of us sit in the midst of all that God said something to him that unsettled him. He said, Noah, I want you, I, there's a flood coming. And it's coming soon. Can, can you imagine that Noah began to feel like uh, at that unsettling, uh, there's flood coming. Uh, Noah, brother, I don't know what a flood is. What is it? The, the flood is coming. But yet, even in that unsettling, Noah did what, exactly what God told him to do. He had to suffer a while. God used Noah in a great way and a great help for us today. It's because God always settles after he unsettles. The great, the, it's been said the greatest assurance in life always comes after the greatest doubt in your life. When you get to that place where you think, Lord, there's no way. We have to stop and realize that we cannot have done it by ourselves. I could have done it without him, but God could have pulled you through all that, that uh, valley that you went through, all that trial you went through. The greatest principle is God has to unsettle us before he settles us. And that's the way God works. There is a picture. If you go to Jeremiah chapter 48, 11, you don't have to go. I'll just read it to you. Moab had been at ease from his youth, the Bible said. He had settled on his leaves, have not been empty from vessel to vessel, neither have he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him, and his scent is not changed. God says, I can't do nothing with Moab. I, I can't get any glory out of Moab. When you read and study about the children of Israel, all they went through in Egypt and in, in the wilderness and all the uh, fighting and all the uh, people coming out against If you read about all what Israel went through, God says, I can use them because they've been empty from, empty from vessel to vessel. God's going to have to empty you sometimes in your life in order for God to use you what God needs to do in your life. I, I confess that's my problem. I like life easy. I like it easy. We want everything to be easy, right? We want the ministry to be easy. We want our marriage to be easy. We want life to be easy. But if you want to be used for the glory of God, God's going to have to empty you. God will have to empty you. You're going to have to go through some things in life. You're going to have to suffer. 
When we look back at, at the past years that we've gone through and, and seen what this, uh, this country has gone through in the last three or four years, uh, and, and we've seen the suffering, we've seen the sickness, and we've seen the death, we've seen churches close, I've seen preachers walk away, throwing a towel, unsettling times. We, we doubted and we, we couldn't understand what was going on. We got unsettled then I think, look at us now. What God has brought us through. And now we're settled. But can I remind you, you may be settled right now, but there is an unsettling coming into your life. There's an unsettling coming in your family. There's an unsettling coming in your church. I'm telling you that. We need to remind ourselves, even when it comes, when this unsettling time comes, keep your mind focused on God and nothing else. I like the settling times. I, I like it when everything in my life is settled. But I know I've been through some things. We see the principle, we see the, we see the uh, picture that Jeremiah gives us. Then we see the parable. Verse 7, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Do you believe the Lord loves you tonight? Hey, you, you, you are loved. But verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, be because your adversaries, the adversary, the devil's a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. Listen to me. As sure as you are loved by God, in verse 7, you are hated by the devil, in verse 8. As much as God loves you tonight, there is a devil that hates you tonight. He's got a target on your back. He's got a target on your ministry. He's got a target on your home. He's got a target on your marriage. He's even got a target on your testimony. Now let me just say that right there. We get caught up in this world too much and we lose the testimony because the devil is after it. Don't ever want to lose your testimony. There, there's a parallel in the church tonight because we, ha we, we get saved. We think everything ought to be all right. We think everything ought to be woke in a bed of roses and everything. We're serving God. We're, we're carrying the Bible. We, we read the Word. We lift up holy hands. But we forget sometimes there's a great peril. As sure as the Lord loves us, there's a devil that hates us. I've learned that some of the most dangerous times in our lives are the unsettling times in our life. That's when everything seems to fall apart. Marriages fall apart. Preachers walk away saying, I can't do this anymore. I have to remind myself I could never have done it without God. It was God all the time. In those unsettling times where the Lord teaches us something. Elijah prayed and fire fell from heaven. He's on the mountaintop. And the very next chapter we read, he started listening to this man and woman talk about him. 
told you this morning, Elijah start talking to himself. It's not bad. I've talked to myself plenty of times. But when you start answering yourself, you've got a problem. Elijah had a problem. Why? Because it was unsettling times. It was a dangerous time for Elijah. Listen, when, when, when times get hard, quit watching the news. Uh, uh, quit watching the world. Quit watching your friends. See, that's the problem. We run to our friends and try to settle us. Your friends can't settle you. Start looking to Jesus. So what do you do in unsettling times? What do, you, what do you do? What do you do? First, cast all your cares on Him. Because when I'm unsettled, God is never unsettled. I have to cast it on the Lord. I have to trust the Lord. When I don't know what to do, because I have to learn when I'm unsettled, God doesn't mean that he's unsettled. So cast your cares upon him. Guard against the devil. Verse 8, he that literally trying to devour you. Listen, when the Lord unsettles you, it's because he's trying to settle you in another area. He's trying to do something in your life. But when the devil unsettles you, he's trying to destroy you. When the devil gets in your home and unsettles your home, he's trying to destroy your home, your ministry, your church. You can tell the difference. Because when God unsettles, God brings peace. Guard against the devil. And I love that in verse 10, depend on the grace of God. But the God of all grace who have called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. He said, after all you've been through, after all you've suffered through, there is a timeline after, after. There, there, there's, you may be in some unsettling time now, but remind yourself and remind myself sometimes that this too shall pass. God has put a beginning to unsettling and God has put an end to unsettling. What we do in between, God is watching us. God says, there is a time limit. It will come to pass. Can I say it's not always easy to serve in the Lord. Everybody's watching you. The world's watching you. Even the people in the church is watching you. How do you respond to bad news? How do you respond to a, a difficult time? When somebody ruffles your feathers, how do you respond? Can I remind you we are still living in the flesh? You're still living in the flesh. We get weak. I don't have all the answers. You may be going through something right now that is very hard in your life. Very difficult to, it seems like you're not going to get out of it. It seems like it's an unsettling and it's been going on for quite a long time and you're wondering, God, is this ever going to end? Yes, 
it's going to end. Remember the promise of the Word of God. After a while, He will settle you. I'm going to have to remember, if I'm in this difficult time of life and I'm in this difficult situation in my life, after a while, He will settle you. Amen.